Hi, I'm Jay. And I'm Aaron. And you're listening to episode 43 of the Salty Mother Clutchers podcast. So this has come up on the podcast like a bunch of times throughout like our two seasons. And and it was mentioned to us in a direct message or a comment or something yeah. very recently. So it's like top of mind. And it's like there is a strong distinction that we make on the podcast at the very least between a motorcycle rider and a biker. Yeah, because we identify as motorcycle riders. Yeah. We ride motorcycles. Yeah. Any type, any fucking bike we can get under our asses. We ride it. Yeah. Like, I think most of the time uh, when I say biker, and I've said this, I can't remember on what episode. It could be the last one episode. Yeah. But, like, I say biker as in, like, cishet white dude. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, that's just because that's what I know. That's what's around here. That's everything. So, to me, that's the biker. There's That's the stereotype label of a biker. Yes. I mean, like, we see that distinction. Like, that's why, like, in, you know, my personal profile and shit, like, I... Do not identify as a a biker. I think I, oh, I think are you I, a biker? I think I have my what, maybe my Instagram or something. I think it might say motorbiker. Motorbiker. Motorbiker sounds a little bit more gay, so that's probably fine. <laughs> you know what? Yours says motorcycle rider, and I swear to fuck. I bet if I checked this forty eight hours ago, it said biker. Fuck that. No, it <laughs> definitely did not. Hundred percent not. I'm calling you out. Yeah, fuck bikers. Okay, so anyway, we got this DM. You know, I am like basically like checking all the boxes of the things that we make fun of on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's a duck walk turd and is like, but like this makes this podcast makes me feel better to be a motorcycle rider, not a mm-hmm. biker. Are you buying it? I'm not buying it. I don't think. I, no, I mean, I'm buying it. I, th- I think this is the difference between like self-identifying as something and the perceived label that people give you when you're out doing your shit. So do you think you can't be a loud pipe person and just be a casual motorcycle rider? No. People are like, oh, scary. Do you, do you I know? bet you have a tattoo. Listen, I'm gonna scary. argue I'm gonna argue back at you because do you really think that I am a dad? Do you really, really think? Okay. Uh, the, the, I'm are giving we gonna, you the you're love giving eyes me the right sex now. eyes right now. Yeah, yeah. Do you really think I, I can go there if you need me to? <laughs> do you really think that I identify as a dad riding a fucking dad bike Honda Shadow, a eleven hundred no. American Classic Edition. Like no, we say that tongue in cheek to be funny, right? Like, so, so I mean, so anyone could look at me riding down the road and be like, "Oh, look, here comes Grampy," and then they're like, "Wait, what the fuck did I just see?" So <laughs> they see a hot lady on the best bike she can afford. <laughs> so. This person has probably made the choice to do the loud pipes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like So they so he claimed <clears throat> a label to us. He's a motorcycle rider and not a biker. So okay, what's the big deal here? Why don't you want to be called a biker? Well, you've already alluded to the fact that we've called people bikers on the podcast before like yeah. they, like 90% of the time <clears throat> they're not riding their motorcycles. Yeah, but this is the difference between, like, 
how how like you present yourself and how you would like to be perceived in the motorcycle community versus how you are perceived yes. by the wider community. Yeah. So in the motorcycle world, yeah, we're like, oh, that's that's a dad bike, that's a sport bike, yeah, that's a girl's you know, bike, that's a girl's bike, that's a that's a track racer person. Like it, yeah. it's completely, you know, we see those little differences. But yeah. to the wider world, they're like, I don't know, bald head tattoos. <laughs> Some sort of motorcycle could be a, you know, Japanese cruiser, could be a Harley. I don't fucking know. That's a biker. Yeah. And that is the the label that is put on you, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Yes. So my theory is that if you are living in that perceived label and then you want to identify as another label within the motorcycle community, you are a trans biker. Oh my God. You're the trans of the biker world. Oh my God. You're like, everyone's putting this on you and you're like, oh no, that's not how I see myself. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? So maybe this is a good, because we're talking about stereotypes and like, I will make the distinction between like, like we're kind of throwing out label and stereotype like all over the place. But when we're talking about label uh, categorization, yeah. like some sort of like analytical way of like, you know, this many white dudes ride motorcycles. Yeah. And, you know, 40% of them, probably closer to like 70% of them are fucking douchebags. <laughs> Therefore, the stereotype of that label is all bikers are douchebags. Yes. So you don't want to be a biker. Yeah. So that's it's the same reason why, like, I say, like, you know, a sportster. You know, it's not just a girl's bike. Like, it could be anyone's bike. But, like, that's because, just because, like, 99% of sportster riders <laughs> are female-identifying humans yeah. doesn't mean it's a girl's bike. There's still one dude out there riding a sportster that's like, fuck yeah. Yeah, totally. It's I a totally, very low bike. I totally agree. <laughs> It's actually not low at all. <laughs> well, didn't David White buy a sportster because he s- said that it, like, oh, David White's got to be five foot. Let's give him five foot oh, one. God. It's probably five, four, yeah, four but foot like, eight. But he had to do some serious fucking gymnastics modi- to catapult up on that thing. modified the fuck out of it, I think. But it looked like it was the right height for him. So he must have just really, really lowered it. You could just know. see him like, you know, like back like 30 feet getting like that runoff, like run, 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 spin, 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 jump, bounce on the bike. Nailed like, it. I don't know if everyone did this, but like um, when I was a kid, my parents got me my first like bicycle and they were like, kids grow too quickly. So I guess we're going to have to get you a giant fucking bike. And they got me this like bike that was like so tall. It had like when it, it had training wheels at first and then they took them off. But the only way I could get on my bike is if I went to the curb. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Did everyone do that? Well, I mean, we didn't get our own bikes, but... <laughs> we all we all shared bikes and like my older brother my my like sibling one above me yeah one step above one step above brother he's six years older than me right so when i'm like oh when do you learn how to ride a bicycle fuck i don't know like five yeah younger than that. four i don't know like like when you're little so i'm four he's fucking like turning 11 soon and i'm riding his bike like come on dude come on (laughs) like this is just asking me to fail at life 
It's no wonder I didn't start riding so motorcycles it, into my 20s. It's literally, I mean, that's still t- Crashy Tom's life, right? Like, Crashy Tom <laughs> literally can't get on his bike without using the curb or um, just, like, lean, like leaning it over on the kickstand. Yeah, and I told you, it's like, it's the bouncy gymnastics. You just get used to it. And to be fair, um, like, Crashy Tom's riding a Crashy Beamer from the 70s. So, like, yeah. it's got, like, the this, this cylinders out to the side. That's a good stepping stool. <laughs> You just pop up on there like in two seconds. Easy peasy. So I'll just throw in there. I think like if we're talking labels and stereotypes and shit, to be fair, Crashy Tom does not fit a lot of the stereotypes of a biker. Right. So we, I mean, this whole podcast that has existed for two years, we just label the fuck out of everybody on their behalf. So like we just label everybody everything that we decide i think it's kind of funny when you have people like you know tom and like we're using tom as as an example but there are many people that don't fit these stereotypes and then they learn that you ride a motorcycle they're like oh my god you're a biker and they're trying to like take all of these things that they know about bikers and place it on this person that like doesn't fit like tom has no tattoos tom is like you know, very, you know, groomed-ish and like, you know, like collared shirts and shit, right? Doesn't wear leather and smoke? No, no, I don't think so. He's like plaid shirt and like probably has never seen a pair of shorts in his life. <laughs> so doesn't fit like that stereotype of a biker, but is like, yeah, I'm a, I ride a motorcycle. I'm a motorcycle rider. Yeah. But so people like that's a person that doesn't identify, I guess, as a biker, but it's not seen as a biker. Not even seen as a biker, yeah. Yeah, versus like, you know, Leatherman who's like, I'm a motorcycle rider. Well. But it's like, dude, you're fucking biker. We talked about this on like the Halloween episode where it's like people that like are not riders go out and buy whatever fucking like costume they need <clears throat> to buy to look like cool biker chick mm-hmm. or like cool biker person. And it's like, oh, yeah. it's fucking stupid. And I, I guess what I'm trying to say Again, just the difference between like your self-identification versus what people perceive you as yeah. and the things that you do to put that across to people. So what do you what do you do personally to put across your message? And what's your message? Well, for instance, to like, you know, get kind of serious about some shit. We talked about on other podcasts about uh being gendered on motorcycles. Yeah. And you know, I can ride a sportster. That should gender me enough, <laughs> but it doesn't. Um, we've talked about posture and things. Yeah. And something that I've done consciously is I am wearing a full face helmet. It's legit so I can not show my face, not show my jaw, and I can be more anonymous yeah. than I would be if I was wearing my bell 500 which is my fucking go-to helmet yeah so there are things like that have i adjusted my posture a little bit absolutely a long time ago your father made this like terribly misogynistic comment about how you can always spot a lady biker from fucking seven miles away they basically sit like straight up and down straight backs they look like little Mm. ballerinas on their bikes Mm -hmm. and i was like ooh. I'm about to really ruin my back by being a slumped over, yeah. gut hanging out, slob looking biker. But like he tried to correct himself like, oh, but not you. Yeah, not you. You, you don't look you, like You, you ride like a real man. 
Yeah, pretty much. You, you, you ride like the rest <laughs> of us men. You know, in his defense, we love him and, you know, we got to make excuses yeah. for, for the uh, quote unquote olds. Yeah. But, um, but that's it's that, that same misogyny that got into my brain where I'm like, oh, that's one thing I can now do. So all the misogynists out there can at least read at me. me as female. Yeah. So, you know, do I want people to, to see that I'm like a woman riding a bike? Sure. Like that's that's fine. But I don't want them to see me as being some like dainty, prissy ballerina no. On a motorcycle. <clears throat> and I don't want to be seen on a dainty, prissy ballerina motorcycle. Someday I might own a Sportster, but for now I'm going to fucking reject the Sportster. Yeah. Because I don't want to be lumped in with all the other girls. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. I love you. All of you. You're all my friends. But like, I don't want to go there. I am also a person that will own what own and ride whatever motorcycle i can afford mm -hmm. so if after this bike or the next bike or the next bike or the next bike and sometime it's gonna become a sportster like whatever i'm not a fucking hypocrite i don't identify yeah <laughs> as that prissy fucking girl biker mm -hmm. and i th i think like on the show before we've talked about this kind of stuff where it's like yeah just because you're you know, feminine. You don't have to have like a pink onesie bodysuit. Yeah. You don't have to have a pink motorcycle and like a pink throttle rocker and a yeah. pink whatever. But we we both read something recently online where it was like this person chooses to have a pink motorcycle yeah. because they want to be visually identified by their femininity while they're riding yeah. and in the community. And I never looked at it that way before then. I was just like, oh, well, just because you're a woman, just because whatever, you don't have to wear pink. That's right. been the rejection where it's like, yeah, you know, maybe you want to be seen like that. And we're always like kind of bitching about how the motorcycle world's like just this, you know, hyper masculine, like all yeah. tough, no pink. Unless yeah. you're like a fucking pussy. Yep. That that's it. That's all. So to see, you know, that people are out there embracing like that person that you're talking about in that like <clears throat> article that we read too, right? Like, aren't we also talking about this is a person that like prior to that, like the they were getting judged like, Oh, is that your boyfriend's bike? And like shit like that. And I was like, yeah. No, it's my fucking bike. This yeah. is my fucking bike and I'm a fucking lady riding a pink bike, so fuck you. Yeah. That rules. In that yeah. case, it rules. You're not just riding like your boyfriend's bobber around on the weekend. Yeah. Like you're riding your own fucking bike. It's pink because your boyfriend would never be caught dead, dead on riding a pink, a pink motorcycle. No way. So from that perspective, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like that makes makes total sense. Yeah. Again, just to relate it back to like stereotypes and labels and shit. Sometimes what people see on the outside is just not why people are doing this shit to begin with. Yeah. So it's just sometimes it doesn't match up, man. People need things to be dumbed down because they're dumb fuckers. So you know what fucking sucks? What fucking sucks? Vertical license plates. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why would you even think of that? <laughs> like, I reject the horizontal placement of my fucking license plate. Yeah. I need a vertical. It's more stylish and this badass. Is way more cool because it's like sideways, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, what is that attitude that like puts a person in that mindset like, uh, you know, what if I just, you know, do something like crazy and just like turn it on its side like I'm a fucking Picasso. Like, like, 
Yeah. Dude, what? That's a that's a great fucking sucks. Like, why do you do that? <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, look how fucking unique I am. I'm gonna <laughs> customize everything, everything, even the license plate. Hey, bitch! I just you never guess. I just took my Virago, took the front fender, put it on the back. <laughs> Yeah, and took my license plate and turned it sideways, like, <laughs> fuck yeah, custom motorcycle builder in the house. Like, and now I'm a motorcycle builder. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh man, look at my integrated tail light. Fuck yeah. It's like, it's so stupid. It's like, remember in the 90s when it was like super cool with like bands and logo stuff that was like, um, you know, like corn. We're going to spell corn with a K and flip it backwards. Nine inch nails. We're just going to turn the N backwards. It's like, that's what the license plate thing is. It's like, it's so juvenile. Like, oh it's not cool, dude. You just flipped it around <laughs> like everyone else for the last 30 fucking years. It's not cool. Oh. It's like, oh, no, maybe it's, it makes it hard for the coppers to read it so they can't report me. Dude. You fucking idiot. Like, they're not going to recognize you on your, like, 1991 Virago that's all chopped up. Like, fuck uh, off. Okay. <laughs> Jello Biafra is like, hello. But then he's also like, hello. Let's get fucked up. Hi, you're listening to the Sweet and Salty Motherfucker podcast. Sweet and Salty Motherfucker. One time I called one of my boyfriends a follower and a yes man, and what? he broke up with me. I think we could get Jello Biafra on the podcast. Like, hey, Jello, do you ride motorbikes? No. no. Uh, Want to be on our motorbike podcast? Anyway? Okay. <laughs> you are getting so good at this. Oh, nail it. Nail, <laughs> nail me, baby. Four, yeah, four but like, eight, but he had to do some serious fucking gymnastics to catapult up on that thing. modified the fuck out of it, I think. But it looked like it was the right height for him. So he must have just really, really lowered it. You can just know. see him like, you know, like back like 30 feet getting like that runoff, like run, 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 spin, 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 spin jump, bounce on the bike. Nailed like, it. You ask people like their pronouns when you get together, but you don't ask people like, oh, how do you identify as a biker? Um, these like identifiers that you put out to the world. You're like, oh, I forgot I had a fucking LinkedIn. Yeah, of course you ride a sportster. Kids grow too quickly. So I guess we're going to have to get you a giant fucking bike. So I'm four. He's fucking like turning 11 soon and I'm riding his bike. Like, right. Come on, dude, come on. <laughs> Girls on sportsters and like women who are dads mm -hmm. i don't know what you're going on about you've been going on for like 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs>